Welcome to Broomstave Witchery Sweepings, off-schedule surprise mini-episodes that could consist of anything and pop up anytime. You just never know what I'll sweep out from underneath the pagan rug. Hi, Broomies. Welcome to Sweepings Episode 2. I realized as I was re-listening to this previous Thursday's episode that I missed a huge piece of information that I meant to include about the rule of three. And this is what happens when Bryn goes into an opinion rant. I gave you some history regarding the Wiccan read and completely missed the mark on the history of the threefold law within Wicca. I'll have you know that I'm currently wearing a dunce hat and sitting in the corner, as far as you know. I've had a few of you reach out to check on editor Smooge's well-being after his insubordination at the end of the Book of Shadows episode, where he intentionally disregarded that my song specifically noted that he better not leave it in. I guess I walked into that one. You'll be happy to know that editor Smooge only spent half a day in the dungeon and is healing quite nicely. So here's what I meant to tell you about the rule of three. First of all, the threefold law is not quite the same thing as karma, although it's okay if this is how you think of it. Some traditions believe that the rule of three isn't literal, but rather symbolizes that our energy returns to us as many times as it's needed for us to learn lessons. Some view it as a very literal, every single thing you do comes back to you times three, which is what I discussed in the last episode, as this is the most common way to view it. Another way to view it, and how I personally view it, is that it's an over-elaboration on the Wiccan read. It's even been noted that it's symbolic of an older lesson, known as the Golden Rule, that exists within Christianity. The idea that you should do unto others as you would have them do unto you. This concept didn't begin with Christianity, however. It's a basic tenet that exists in some form in most religions. It can be dated as early as the Egyptian Middle Kingdom, circa 2040 to 1650 BCE, when a proverb appears in the story of the eloquent peasant, where the goddess Ma'at states, Now this is the command, do to the doer to make him do. Later, in early Confucian times, 551 to 479 BCE, it arrives with the coming of Buddhism, Hinduism, Islam, Judaism, and many other religions following. It appears in the ancient epic of India, Mahabharata, one should never do something to others that one would regard as an injury to oneself in 400 BCE to 400 CE. In the 1st to 5th century in the Tamil Book of Virtue, do not do to others what you know has hurt yourself. In ancient Greece, avoid doing what you would blame others for doing. Thales, 624 to 546 BCE. Sextus the Pythagorean, what you do not want to happen to you, do not do it yourself either, in the 3rd century. Plato, circa 430 BCE, may I be of a sound mind and do to others as I would that they should do to me. Isocrates, from 436 to 338 BCE, said, Do not do to others that which angers you when they do it to you. 
ancient Persia, 300 to 1000 BCE, that nature alone is good, which refrains from doing to another whatsoever is not good for itself, appears in the Pallavi texts of Zoroastrianism. And in ancient Rome, from 4 BCE to 65 CE, Seneca the Younger, a practitioner of Stoicism, stated, Treat your inferior as you would wish your superior to treat you. It's about now that this would have appeared as the golden rule known today in Christianity. As you can see, it's a concept that has existed for a long time in many ethical religious contexts. This brings us to Wicca, and takes us back again to Gerald Gardner's 1949 fictional novel, High Magic's Aid, which I mentioned in the Book of Shadows episode. In High Magic's Aid, Gardner wrote, Thou has obeyed the law, but mark well, when thou receivest good, so equally art bound to return good threefold. As Gardner's book was believed by many to be factual and only sprinkled with fiction in order to be published before the Witchcraft Act was depleted in England, this line was taken to be literal. It pops up again in Raymond Buckland's books on Wiccan ritual as being actually referred to as the threefold law. And in 1968, he referenced it again in an article for Beyond magazine. It then is seen in Lady Gwen Thompson's Read of the Wicca poem from 1975, which I recited for you in last Thursday's episode. It is said by many outside of Wicca that either Gardner or Buckland, or both together, just fabricated the idea of the threefold law, and this is why they don't use it within their practice. I'm not going to dispute that fact. I feel similarly myself, and I'm Wiccan. But I don't view this as a negative thing. I personally believe that Gardner and Buckland were incorporating the same ethical concept into Wicca that is seen within so many ethical religious ideals throughout history for a reason. Because it's true that we should treat others as we would want to be treated. The idea of karma within the threefold law only exists if you believe in karma. My view on it, as I stated Thursday, is more in tune with the owning what you do ideal, realizing that you draw energy from the same well that everyone else does, and if you do something bad to someone else, eventually someone will send it back to you. But like everything else in paganism, say it with me, friends, it depends, because, say it with me again, there is no one right or wrong way to practice. Thanks for listening, friends. See you Thursday. It looks like it's time for me to hang up my broom for the day, but I hope you'll join me Thursday for our regular time together. And until then, broomies, don't forget, always practice safe hacks.